Hello, and welcome to Words of Comfort and Joy. I'm Katherine Carr, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. During this month of January, we are focusing on the word hope. And I was thinking of a lot of different situations in which someone may feel hopeless or may feel as though all hope is lost. And then possibly hear how hope is restored. When I think of hope and possibly hopeless situations, is surviving a miscarriage. Now, statistically, it is said that many, many women suffer from a miscarriage. And many times, women aren't even aware of that fact. We were so excited when we found out we were expecting our second child. It had taken quite a long time after our first child for us to finally be pregnant again. And wow, I was so incredibly excited. About six weeks or so into the pregnancy, and by this time we had already announced it to many people because we had been waiting so long to announce it, But about six weeks into the pregnancy, we were visiting my parents, and we had taken a big trip across the country to visit them. And I didn't feel so well and had several symptoms that things were not going well. So we went to the hospital, and sure enough, I had suffered a miscarriage. Now, for us, the loss was just so devastating, as I'm sure it is and will continue to be for many people who have miscarriages. I've actually known several people who have had more than one, um, and some people have had several, and finally it's just sometimes too painful to even try to continue to have children. I know that when we had our miscarriage, it was also very, very difficult on my husband. And I think part of it was so difficult for him because he physically did not feel what I did. He didn't have any of the symptoms. He didn't have any of the pain or suffering. Yet he lost a child. And I think so many times in miscarriage, what we have lost is not just a baby, but it is a loss that is of what could be. When I think back on my life with my husband, I think about all the wonderful times we had, and and I'm actually so thankful for all of the things that we did, and all of the many, many places we went, and the children and grandchildren that we've had, and all of the things we had to experience. But when I think about this child that I never knew that I lost in the miscarriage, What is so painful, I think, sometimes for people who've suffered a miscarriage is thinking about what could have been. Now, I know that after I had lost this child, I wrote a poem, and I'd like to share that with you now. If you would like to read it sometime, it is on my blog, which is at WordPress. And my address there is ccmickey.wordpress.com. And you can follow our story through our whole loss of 
my dear husband and also the adoption of our uh, youngest child. But one of the things I posted there recently on the night before my daughter's birthday was this poem. And I posted it the night before her birthday because she, my only daughter, I have three sons, um, our only daughter is our what you would call now a rainbow baby because a few months later then after our miscarriage we were expecting her and many people refer to the child that comes after a miscarriage as the rainbow baby and so it has been now over 30 years ago and it would have been this month in January that this little child would have been born and so sometimes when the time comes around to this child's due date I think about maybe what that child would have been like. And would it have been a boy or girl? We didn't know. The Lord took the little one home before he or she was born. But here's my poem. Precious child I never knew, I know that God is watching you, that now he holds you in his arms and you are safe from earthly harms. Precious child I never knew, or never got to see turn two, I would have given any earthly possession to see you go through that year of aggression. I never walked you to your school. I never scolded you about a rule. I'll never bake you a birthday cake and I can't watch you graduate. I'll never see you leave the nest or get a job or do your best. I'll never hold your children near or hear them call me, oh my dear. Precious child I never knew, please know I'll always think of you. I draw my comfort from God on high. He gave up his son that we might not die. Precious child I never knew, I wish I could have cuddled you. As days and years go fleeting past, I'll wait to hold you in heaven at last. In the book of Samuel, we read about how Samuel was given to Hannah and her husband. Hannah was unable to have children. Now in those days, for whatever reason, men would have more than one wife, even though this really wasn't God's plan. But we're not going there today. Elkanah, her husband, had two wives. His one wife, Peninnah, had children, but Hannah did not. But Elkanah loved her so much, and he was concerned for her. And he even asked her, um, am I not worth more than ten sons? And many times for a woman, especially in the Bible, I think, in those days, a woman's worth came from having children, and many times it was hard for them to know their place. A child is a gift of the Lord, and even though many women are unable to have children, they are still able to be helpful to those who do. When Hannah went to the temple. She prayed and she begged the Lord 
And she said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall touch his head. Now when Eli the priest saw her, he thought she was drunk, because she had her head down and her lips were moving, but he couldn't hear her voice. She was speaking in her heart, because she was speaking to the Lord. And then she said, I, she told him the situation, and Eli answered her, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition that you have made to him. And so she went away, and she was no longer sad. Of course, she did become pregnant and have a child, and she named him Samuel. I have asked for him from the Lord, she said. And she decided that she would take, as just as she had promised, and give Samuel to the Lord. And Samuel became uh, a tremendously wonderful prophet, and he did many things, and he served the Lord for, for many, many years. And so we see how she was blessed, and then she gave her son to the Lord. Many times it's been difficult for me to understand the story of her, and to one, and I wondered how she could have done that. But looking back at the whole situation and knowing how God is in control of everything, she knew that the Lord had given her this son for a specific purpose. It's interesting. We also look at other mothers like Elizabeth. Elizabeth was given a son, John, and later known as John the Baptist. And she was given a son in her old age. She had been considered barren. And basically, she gave him to the Lord as well. He was the forerunner of Christ. And he was the one who proclaimed, you know, Jesus was the Lamb of God. He even knew, while he was yet in his mother's womb, that Mary was standing before him with Jesus, only because the Holy Spirit moved within him. And then we think of Mother Mary and how Mary was given her child, the Lord, Jesus, and she had to give him up. And she had to realize that his life was not just hers. If we think of it, our children are gifts from the Lord. I have been blessed with three birth children and one adopted children child, but if you ever ask me how many children I have, I will not hesitate to say four. I don't say I have three birth children and one adopted child. I have four children, and my adopted child is just as much a child as my other's. Yes, he came to me in a different way, and yes, we actually chose him, and yes, we actually met him before he was our child, unlike our other children, who we did not know. They were kind of just our surprises from the Lord. We did not know if they were, um, what they would even look like before they were born. Not like today, when you can see these ultrasounds and see the picture of your child's face before he's born. But the point is, all of these children that we have and that have been given to us are gifts of the Lord. 
for those who have suffered a miscarriage, we know that, again, God's ways are not our ways and his ways are past finding out. For people who have lost children who have already been born and have been with them for a time, that ache never goes away and that dull feeling of sadness remains and the only way it can be filled is through the love and comfort and peace that comes from God. And so today as we think about those who have suffered miscarriage or maybe you yourself have, I'd like to share with you and I would like you to be able to feel some of that hope. The hope that knowing that even though that child is not with you, that that child was given for a purpose and that child is a blessing to you and maybe to many others. I know I never would have written the poem if I hadn't lost a child and through our years of, of working with other people in churches, I've been able to share my experience and my story and as painful as it was at the time, it gave me the comfort and assurance to know that life will go on even in these times and that life does go on even after such horrific sadness of a miscarriage. And so I hope that you can have the hope and the comfort that only Christ can give. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Comfort and Joy. I'm Katherine Carr, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a great day.